Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Open the pod bay doors, though. Keep your friends close, but your enemies close. I am nothing. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Get busy, Larry. You get busy, Ty. What's going on, everyone? My name's Michael, and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Today, I'm joined by Elijah. Thanks for coming on the show. How are you going? It's a pleasure. Have very happy to be here. Uh, good. Keen to uh, get into this one. So, in this episode, we'll be breaking down the second part of the Cinemates Kenobi series, where we'll be discussing Star Wars, the Clone Wars, the final season, as well as the first two episodes of the recently released Obi-Wan Kenobi, which has finally come out after some huge anticipation. And while we do that, we'll be drinking some mimosas. Also, we're trying to get to 55-star reviews on Spotify, so please make sure you're following the podcast and give us a healthy five stars if we deserve it. Also, check out the Cinemaze YouTube channel where I post video essays on film and TV characters. Now, getting into it, for those who are new to the podcast, Elijah, I'd like to get an idea of who our guests are and what they like to watch. So I ask a few questions about cinema. First question, Robert Pattinson or Andrew Garfield? Uh, Robert Pattinson. After after the Batman, no no question. Okay, that, yeah. that did it for you? Yeah, very, very easy decision for me. Nice. Do you like um, any of Garfield's work as well? Uh, yeah, but not Spider-Man. That's the comparison like I it. make straight away. Okay, fair um, enough. Yeah, I think Tom Holland's a pretty good Spider-Man. Prefer Tom Holland over yeah, Garfield. Probably. Yeah, a bit bit quirkier. Yeah, they're, they're, they're different, but that's okay. Mm. But do rate Andrew Garfield as an actor. Yeah, for sure. He's got some great pieces of work. Next question, David Fincher or Adam McKay? Adam McKay. Okay. What are your favorite McKay films? That's a good question. I I chose his name. He was, <laughs> he was the second one. I've actually never heard of either. <laughs> what? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Adam McKay, like the other guy's... Uh, don't look up the big short. Who's Vice. he? Who's he in the other guys? No, he's the director. Oh right, right. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> have you seen those? The have other you, guys. You seen those movies, right? Yeah, I think I'm thinking of another. The other guys. <laughs> There's only one. Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell. That's the film. Yeah, no, it's a great film. Yeah, he directed that. Yeah, never heard of him. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, David Fincher then. Social Network. Social Network's a Girl film. with a Dragon Tattoo, Benjamin Button. Haven't watched Girl with a Dragon Tattoo because I've been waiting to read the book first. Okay. So Gone, the Gone Girl? List. Seven? Great movie. Seven? Seven. Yeah, right. Okay. Him, him. David 100%. Fincher. <laughs> 100%. There you go. See, you've seen them all, but you just don't know the director. Seven's a good film. Great right film. Up my alley, like the psychological thriller. Thriller. Absolutely. Such a good one. Um, <laughs> next question, Nicole Kidman or Kate Blanchett? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go Kate Blanchett. Why? What, what's gotten you there? I think she can, she can play a wider range of roles, or at least that's what I've seen. Mm. You think Kidman kind of has the same sort of character in most of her roles? Uh, yeah. Like, I, I think she's a great actor. Yeah. And, like, compared to the average actor, she can play more roles. But I think Kate Blanchett's probably just got that more variety. Yeah, for sure. Fair enough. Next question, and we just touched on it. The other guys or Wedding Crashes? <laughs> wow. 
I'm a Will Ferrell man through and through. Okay. I'm so you're going, going with the other guys. guys. Yeah. Nice. Best pops. <laughs> September 08. Uh, next question, Stranger Things or Game of Thrones? Uh, Game of Thrones. I've never got into Stranger Things. Really? Yeah, never seen Have it. you tried or just never, never got around tried. to it? Never okay. tried. And were you happy with the final season of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Like, it's, it was tough. Wasn't there? I actually saw something during the week. It was like... Um, they, it was the only season that they did without the writing of George. George oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel you could tell. Well, I, I'm pretty sure there was meant to be maybe two or three more seasons with the rest of the story. Mm. So they crammed it all in, yeah. which, yeah, just uh, ended up with what came out. So yeah. it was it a was bit disappointing. It was just too much. And it was, like, unbelievable for... However many seasons before, six, yeah. six seasons before. Exactly. Um, such a good show. Getting into the deeper questions. First one, most memorable movie that you saw in cinemas? That's a good one. I Star Wars are the ones that I remember. Okay. Like, so I remember every time I've seen a new Star Wars in cinema. A lot so, of hype around each. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember watching La La Land going, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Actually, no, Interstellar. Okay, nice. I saw Interstellar after it was a Borders movie night <laughs> and we yeah. all went back. You all got to choose one movie or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was Interstellar or something else and you know, everyone went to Interstellar and I remember going back to the boarding house, just looking up black holes, <laughs> looking up cetera, Getting into the science of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Wanting to become an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, definitely a memorable one. Uh, next question, fastest TV show binge? Oh. You've had a few, have you? Yeah. Seinfeld. Really? Just went through it. Oh, my God. Clone Wars was, went through it quick as well. Okay. I think the short episodes get me. Yeah. Seinfeld, yeah, pretty quick episode. You can just easily churn through them all. Exactly. Um, Clone Wars, definitely deserving of a binge as well. So good answer there. Next question, favorite Australian movie? It's a tough one. Does, uh, does In Between Us 2 count? <laughs> Same in Australia? <laughs> yeah, if you want. We could say that. Yeah. Maybe uh, Lion was a very good movie. I Great remember movie. watching that. Uh, what's the what's his name? Dev Patel? Dev Patel, yeah, main character. Nicole Kidman? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, Nicole. <laughs> no, great movie. Um, I think it's quite underrated. It was. Mm. It did well in awards, but... Such a good movie. I saw it with you, didn't I? No. Hayden off him? No. Nah. Maybe someone else. Him. Maybe someone else. Not, you definitely didn't invite me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, great film though. Next question, a movie that you think everyone needs to see. Perks of Being a Wallflower. Nice. Good answer. Bit left field. Yeah. Great film though. Why, why do you say that? Why does everyone need to see it? Oh, it's just so good. The uh, trials and tribulations of being a teenager. Yeah. Um. Good soundtrack. Great soundtrack. I feel it's pretty underrated as well. Yeah. You don't, gets, you don't gets swept a bit much. under. Yeah. yeah. Emma Watson. Helps. Uh, great cast. Yeah. Such a good movie. And the, um, is it Ezra? Ezra Miller, yeah. He's an actor. Yeah, he's gone a bit off the wagon since. Really? <laughs> Have you heard about his no. antics? He's been like assaulting old people when he gets drunk. Yeah, that, uh, that'd so, do it. yeah, he has a pretty fair off the rails characterization. <laughs> yeah. Great movie though, definitely, definitely can attest to perks of being a wallflower. Favorite streaming service? Uh, I'm gonna go Disney Plus just because it's got Star Wars. I, I don't watch too many like shows, shows or movies. Okay, um, like, but if something's on, then I'll just binge it, like you were saying. Yep, absolutely. Some great content from Disney Plus, which we'll get into. Last question: TV show that you're watching at the moment? Uh obviously, being being Saturday, we've uh, just been absolutely blessed with the new new series of uh, Obi Wan. Yeah, first two episodes. Yeah, so that's what you're watching at the moment. Yeah, nice. And we will definitely get into our thoughts on that later in the episode. Good answers, there, Elijah. So in the last episode, we had a Cinemates Elevator pitch from community member Spencer who recommended the TV show from Apple TV Plus, Severance. And 
I absolutely love this. Have you seen Severance? No, I haven't. Any good? So good. What's it about? It's about a tech company that creates this medical procedure that splits your working life from your personal life. And basically the main character, his working life version of himself and his outside of work version of himself slowly start to piece together what's going on. Mm. And it's just such a good story, so unique. Directed by Ben Stiller. Yeah. Great cast. Um, the cast all kill it. The cinematography is so good. The setting is quite like kind of quirky. Um, yeah, just all on point. I smashed the whole season in about a week. Wow. Which is pretty telling of how good it is. Is it like a seven episode, one hour? Uh, I think it's I think it's ten episodes, like 50 minutes. Yeah. But like great quality, great TV. Um, finale leaves on a huge cliffhanger, so they're hopefully going to uh, renew for some more seasons. But, yeah, definitely watch it. Severance, so good. Thanks so much for the elevator pitch, Spencer. And we'll definitely be discussing it on the podcast soon. So getting into The Clone Wars and Season 7, to the listeners out there who haven't seen either yet, Elijah, what would you say about the TV show in one word? Uh, I did think about this. I'm going to say polished. Polished? Yeah. Why do you say that? Um, Without giving any spoilers. Uh, it's it's a complete experience. Yeah. So you think about character arcs, think about the music, think about like it's – its role in the whole Star Wars universe. Nice, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they could have done it much better. No, completely agree. My one word's going to be amazing. Um, same sort of reasons. I think that it fills a lot of the gaps between the movies and the rest of the kind of Skywalker story, yep. um, as well as introducing some other characters, like you mentioned, a lot of other character arcs that just show how great the Star Wars universe is. So if you haven't seen it and you are a Star Wars fan, I was kind of late to watching Clone Wars. Um, so was I actually. Yeah. I, I only watched it kind of very recently and, yeah, would definitely recommend it. And Disney Plus makes it pretty easy. You can watch the essential episodes um, or like the Ahsoka episodes so you don't have to watch the whole thing. But, yeah, definitely worth a watch if you haven't already. Definitely go see it. You've heard our words here. Um, so now we're going to be getting into it, but just before we do, we'll take a short ad break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, getting into Clone Wars Season 7, the final season. Elijah, what do you reckon the best parts of it was? Um, is a controversial take. Okay. But uh, I think the best scene undoubtedly uh, in Season 7 is the Ahsoka Maul lightsaber duel. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll go as far to say as it's the best lightsaber duel in Star Wars. 
You reckon? I don't think there's one better. Revenge of the Sith, Mustafar between Anakin and Obi-Wan? You reckon better than that? Yeah, I'd say so. Wow. Obviously, in terms of importance, no one okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was so clean. It was Editing, very clean. It was very different to like yep. the graphics, like in all the other lightsaber jewels. Different use of the Force as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I probably don't agree, but it was still up there. Great battle. I think, um, yeah, that, that sort of scene and that rivalry between Ahsoka and Maul is really good in this season and particularly the show itself. Like the Clone Wars really shines a light on how great of a character Ahsoka is, um, especially being Anakin's Padawan, which if you haven't watched it, you wouldn't really understand. Um, but yeah, at this point she's left the Jedi order, but she's still able to kind of verse Maul, who's so powerful. He's controlling Mandalore at this point. Um, and also Maul like gets fired lasers at him and he can just like force them away. Like he's just so powerful. And then, (laughs) um, yeah, such a good scene. I thought as well, it's great that the, like we're talking about the sort of end of the season, but it's great that the battle on Mandalore and the kind of conflict between Bo-Katan and her kind of followers and Ahsoka against Maul and his followers um, is happening at the same time as Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And you and Anakin and Obi-Wan are like fighting droids and stuff in the Clone Wars at the same time, but they also help out Ahsoka. Yeah. And you start to kind of get drips of the story yeah. happening elsewhere. And everything starts to integrate. Yeah. Like they all come together. It's so good. Yeah. I think they do that so well. There's a, another part where um, like they're having like a Jedi Council meeting and it's a scene in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. But in Clone Wars, they show the people who are the holograms as people and yeah. then the, the actual meeting where I think it's like Mace Windu you obi-wan obi-wan yoda. yoda i think yoda yeah um might, might just be them and yeah. maybe anakin as well yeah yeah um but they it shows the reverse of that where whoever the holograms were are the people in real life and clone wars and yeah like that that's kind of what i meant by like the the one word in polished like so, so polished. like the attention to detail is pretty incredible. yeah like if you think about the writing there a lot of it was um david filoni but like um, you think about, oh, okay, if if Ahsoka is like on this other planet and this story is happening, how can we like weave it in? And they just think of the best ways to do it such as that. Yeah, I think <clears throat> like you can only imagine the people who are involved in this kind of stuff are just absolute nuffies. Like they yeah, they know everything. Front. Yeah. So I'd want to be putting in as many Easter eggs as I can. 100%. But like I think stuff like that helps, helps the Clone Wars like legitimize the prequels. Oh, absolutely. I think it I think it made me appreciate them more even yeah. now that you get more of a story out of it. Yeah. Um I think another scene as well is kind of earlier in the season, but follows the same sort of arc. Um Anakin is kind of facing off against this troop of droids and he's just being such a beast. Like he goes there's like thousands you know, on that bridge and there's mm-hmm. thousands of droids everywhere and he's trying to stall all the droids. And the clones are, like, hiding under the bridge underneath. Yeah. And then he, like, is, like, hundreds of metres away, but he forces this droid, like, leader to him and just, like, cuts his head off. Yeah. But he's just, like, so powerful. And Obi-Wan says, like, how he's overdoing it. And this Mm. is before, like, his downfall. But you start to see him, like, abusing his power. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I thought it was cool that... Because most of the Clone Wars, you see this like very cheerful, normal Anakin. You're mm. starting to get this like kind of abuse of power. What do yeah. you think about that? I think the one thing that stood out for me in that scene was they have a very similar scene in uh, Star Wars Six, mm. and it's when Luke's about to jump into the Sarlacc pit that Jabba's forcing him into. Yeah, and he's kind of instead of colluding with the clones like Anakin, he's colluding with R two. Yeah. Um, but it's the same stuff. Like all the hand gestures are the same and like they're kind of looking over with their eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like little sort of repeated funny like tactics like that. Just yeah. 
and so subtle as well. You wouldn't exactly. really pick up on exactly. it. Um, I thought another thing just on the kind of timing with Revenge of the Sith, they also say how um, there's like an attack on Coruscant from General Grievous um, and stuff like that. And at the time um, with Ahsoka, Anakin like hasn't seen her in a while, but he gives her her lightsabers back. Mm. And I didn't realize this until later, but that's like the last time that she sees him before he turns to the dark side because they yeah. then go back. Um, but I thought that was a cool little moment. And then we also get kind of Obi-Wan starting to talk about this Darth Sidious that they've been looking for and Anakin killing Count Dooku. And then he says that he's got to go to Utapau, talks about Anakin's like assignment to observe uh, Senator Palpatine yeah. to Ahsoka. And she's like, oh, like what? what's going on? Mm. And the tension like starts yeah. to slowly build. And then uh, Maul talks about how he foresees, he doesn't say what, but he foresees what will later be Order 66 mm. and he wants to like take over power after that. Yeah. And he has a vision that Skywalker's becoming Vader. Yeah. Um, and he talks to Ahsoka about it and and then kind right of- Right before the duel. Right before. And he says um, that this Darth Sidious is going to reveal himself soon. Yeah. And I thought that that was really cool because- I hadn't really thought about it, like, and my brother mentioned this on the Revenge of the Sith um, episode, like, Darth Sidious Palpatine, he's been waiting years for yeah. this whole plan. Yeah. The only reason they found out about him was because he revealed himself. Mm. And I didn't quite realise that. I thought it was a bit, like, just, I don't know, just just kind of random when I first watched it when I was, like, 10 but now I have a better appreciation of like just how set up it was and yeah. how like the cunning and the like not strategy, but like how his plan comes to fruition. Yeah. And like Maul being the former mm. apprentice of Sidious kind of understands that. Yeah. And he talks about how Anakin's been groomed and stuff. Yeah. And that's what happened, but you don't obviously get told that mm. um, when yeah, watching no. it. No, I agree. I think. Like you were saying, it seemed to be like a really weird, weirdly long amount of time that Anakin was away from Obi-Wan and Ahsoka yeah. in that final season, especially having like watched all the other all the other seasons and it's every episode where mm. it's those three doing everything together. Yeah. Um, and I think as well, like you kind of see like his downfall really starts when he's away from them. Yeah. Um, or at least like it starts accelerating. Absolutely. Um, um, especially not being uh, Ahsoka's master. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, you know, able to be a bit more um, corrupted by Palpatine. Well, he becomes, he has a master then. Exactly. So it, it, it changes a bit as well. But what you were saying on Sidious, like you see his role, <laughs> like it can't really be communicated too much in the prequels because of how much time there is. Yeah, well, that's it could true. have been, but it, it, the movies would have had to have taken yeah. a completely different route. Yeah. I think you kind of understand that, like, how many strings he's pulling all the time. Yeah. I think there, like, was a certain point in the in the show. I think it was it would have been well before season seven where, mm. like, I think he smiles really weirdly. And obviously you have the knowledge that of who he is. Um, but if you're watching it completely new yeah. and oblivious of what happened in you the movies, yeah. you can even see his... Him slowly coming out of the shadows. Yeah. Which I thought it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And again, going back to your polished word, it's just like that extra context and gives you that extra appreciation for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going back to the battle, obviously, such a good scene. Maul then gets captured. Um, and we really start to get that acceleration of the story along with Revenge of the Sith. Um, Bo Katan is now in charge of Mandalore, which kind of comes into Mandalorian. But um, Ahsoka then goes her separate ways and we start to see she goes on uh, the kind of clone ship. But when you go on there or when she goes on there, all the clones on the ship, instead of being dressed up as clones, they're now wearing their like Empire uniform, mm. not as like stormtroopers. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They're wearing this other uniform and you're like, wait, what? Like what's going on? And then the music starts to really build and um, 
this is one of my favorite scenes. So we see Darth Maul and Ahsoka both hearing what's happening with like on Coruscant. They're hearing Anakin in Palpatine's office with Mace Windu and you yeah. get yeah. the real like Samuel Jackson, Hayden Christensen voices like, don't listen to him, Anakin. Um, and they can hear it and they're like, what the hell is going on? And then you see um, Palpatine in the Clone Wars say, execute order 66. And like the music and everything is just like blasting. It's so good. Um, what do you think of that scene? Order 66. Oh, I, I think it's something that they've like kind of brought into a lot of the other shows as well. Like mm. they're trying to communicate or not communicate it, but present it a lot more. Yeah. And I think Clone Wars does it really, really well. I think especially because Clone Wars, you kind of build build like a understanding and a relationship with the actual clones. Yeah. So like you get oh, to understand time. Rex, you get to understand <clears throat> Fives. Yeah. Or, and all them. Um, even like Bad Batch, like they... They come in in Clone Wars. I think 100%. They, they were introduced before. In this season, they were, yeah. 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 Um, so it's it's hard. It was harder watching that even yeah. though like, it's not like a live action kind of thing. Exactly. Um, I think as well, like talking about Rex, who's the like clone commander that's been like, you know, really close with Ahsoka and Anakin and stuff. When that happens, he drops his helmet mm. and he his inhibitor chip now is like but he's hit his head or something yeah um and he has to kill ahsoka and he's like pointing his guns at her and he's like shaking yeah a moment of hesitation yeah and then she has to like fight off all these clones um again music is just like blaring and she like escapes luckily but um, you start to also hear the clones talking about Order 66, how it's like um, killing all the Jedi or it's treason against the Empire. Yeah. Um, and that kind of adds a bit of an extra element because when you're watching Revenge of the Sith, you think, oh, they just turn on them because yeah. they're blind yeah. type thing. There was no context. There was no inhibitor chip yeah. mention, um, which is a huge part of this and Bad Batch. Um, what do you think about that sort of extra part? I actually really like the storyline of it. Because you have to explain it somehow. Yeah, and I and they did it well. Yeah, like I, I don't think there's any logical way of doing it without some kind of like technology-based thing or yeah. like something that wasn't like brainwash or, you know. Something yeah, like something that. like that. Um, so I actually think they did it really well and I think you have to make it like a big storyline in, in a show like Clone Wars. Oh, definitely. Um, because it's such a big turning point in the whole of like Star Wars. Yeah, you know? literally. Um, and as well, like Rex is, um, can't remember where she sees the kind of hologram message, but Ahsoka later sees a message where that was like blocked, where Rex was talking about finding out about these inhibitor chips being put into their brains. Mm. Um, and he's kind of questioning like, oh, like we don't understand what they're for. Um, so it's there. It, Yeah, but it's there. And they you can see that the clones actually are trying to like work it out themselves before they, they yeah. obviously don't. But again, it shows how they're still like these noble people, especially Rex. He's such a good character. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's why like you have Rex, you have fives, all the bad batch, mm. you know, all the, all the clones that they personalize for you. Yeah. Um, Rather yeah. than just being this like clone army that yeah, exactly. you're not attached it, to. It humanizes them. Absolutely. Like it, it shows you, like you were saying, like they're, they're, real people mm. and how like how when they do transform or transform's not the right word but um change change yeah um like how much has had to happen because of that yeah and i think that also again goes back to to Sidious and in his role and everything 100% um yeah and and at this point as well after the kind of order 66 scene and Ahsoka escaping Maul's also escaping as well because he yeah Let's her lets him free as a diversion. Um, and we just see how powerful it is. Like he's destroying these clones. Like mm. um I think at one point he even like force uses the force to make a clone shoot yeah. another clone. Like it's ridiculous how powerful he is. And I'm not sure if they're gonna do it, but he's obviously got a huge rivalry with Obi-Wan. Yeah. If he was to be in the Obi-Wan show, I think that would be an I was, insane battle. I was battle. thinking about this. I was thinking about it. I don't know 
if he will. Mm. Because remember the scene in Rebels and he comes on to Tatooine. Yeah. And it's like he, he, he didn't know he was on Tatooine. Oh, true. And he didn't know he was really even alive. I yeah. think he goes like, oh, he lives. He has that like moment, of, like that revelation. Yeah. Because um, Ezra got the um, the pyramid thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the hol- holocron? Sith holocron? Yeah, yeah. It's called? No, it's called Wayfinder. Is that it? Could be. I don't know. One of them. One of the yeah. two. 50-50. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so I, I, because he was the first person that you think, like, mm. especially after watching Clone Wars, like, you realize how much of like a hatred and vengeance that he has for Obi Wan. Yeah, that that would be something that would be unbelievable in this, especially yeah. live action. Oh, and I absolutely. think his like live action has kind of been hinted in like Solo. Yeah, when he came on the on the yeah, hologram, exactly. So I think he's he's, he's been still out there. I know he's been something that I've been waiting for in like Mandalorian, um, but. Yeah, mm. I, I I just don't think the um the timing is gonna line up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, they could definitely go with it, but yeah, it just goes to show he's he's such a powerful character. Um, I think as well, like Ahsoka saves Rex and gets his inhibitor chip out of him. Um, but Maul's like destroying the ship, and uh, the ship starts to go down, and Ahsoka and Rex are trying to escape. But there's like thousands of clones still on there. Yeah. And they like manage to get out and Ahsoka's like force pulling yeah. Darth Maul's ship and like it's just so such a cool scene. Yeah. Another another like a like you were saying with Anakin and like I mentioned with Luke, like people at Star Wars love a diversion. Love a diversion. Because they had all the droids going up the up the left of the yeah, yeah, yeah. of the ship's interior. And Rex pretends to be Yeah. Killing Ahsoka as yeah. well, and then he he actually makes a good he has a good quote there. He's like, "I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kill her because she's not actually a Jedi." Yeah, that like, and you think that they would allow that? Mm. Um, but, but yeah, all, I thought that was all, really they've all fought with her. Yeah, exactly. So what what do you what do you believe? I know it's a it's a very interesting scene. I think like this ending of the of the episode is like some of the best Star Wars I've ever seen. Like yeah. the ship. Ends up going down. Um, Maul escapes. Uh, all the all the droids, sorry, all the clones die. Rex escapes in a ship, but Ahsoka has to like, you know, kind of fly her way yeah. into the ship. But um, the ship goes down. They all die, and the cinematography and the music was just like so good. And I was kind of getting uh, vibes of like Blade Runner. That's kind of the music that yeah. was playing. I don't know if you remember it. Um, but like some of the scenes afterwards, it's obviously a very sad moment. Um, Ahsoka's standing in front of all the clone helmets because yep. they've been like buried. Yep. What do you think of that? Yeah, it hits home. Hits home. Imagine hard. that, like everything you've been doing for however long, and like all those people, like it's not like they they're gone. Like no, before they were gone, they all turned on you and trying to kill you. Exactly. So yeah, it like. It'd have been tough, and then Vader comes in after. Yeah, him for him, it's not the clones, it's Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah, so there's a lot to unpack there. So first thing, like the imagery itself, like Jen, you could pause it, and that could be like a painting. Like yeah. it was so. The production of this season was just like yeah. amazing. Even the um, I think why I like the lightsaber battle between Ahsoka and Maul so much, like you're saying, the production, um. The the way that they fight, like I feel that like I don't know a thing about fighting technique, mm. but it looked proper. Yeah, so good. Yeah, and it's really come a long way from because it was originally on Cartoon Network. Yeah, and now it's like this like they've probably got a huge budget for it, but just so much better. Yeah. Um, and again, touching on, she throws her lightsabers away because she's sick of the Jedi and yeah. all the conflict that it's caused. And then Darth Vader comes and finds them um, and he just leaves with them. My question is, she had them back in Mandalorian like mm, yeah. another 10 years later. Wow, I know where this is going. How does she get them back from Darth Vader? Or is that going to be explored in the TV show Ahsoka? What about Obi-Wan? Oh, Obi-Wan, yeah. Imagine that. That's a huge question. 
every every Star Wars series needs a needs one big character to come in in the last thirty minutes of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Always got to have a, a a good finale with another yeah. character. That could be it. Could that be could it. be it. Um, but yeah, such a good show. The quality is so good. Um, any other final takes on Clone Wars? Um, oh, it was it was just so polished. It it made I think its best feature was that it made characters that were part of the prequels main characters. Yeah, absolutely. For example, Maul. Like you yeah. don't know how strong Maul is. No, right? You don't know how powerful he is. And he's in one movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he doesn't talk. No. But here he's like this really wise, oh no, evil, evil, <laughs> yeah. but like smart, powerful guy. Yeah. Um, very cunning, very twisted. Yeah. But again, yeah, he doesn't say a word yeah. except same. when he gets fucking cut in half. Exactly. Um, same with the clones, <coughs> even Ahsoka. Well, Ahsoka wasn't in the. She wasn't in the movies yeah. at all. Like you just built an entire character from scratch so well. So well. And they're now a central piece in 100%. whatever Disney are going to do with Star Wars in the future. Well, she's yeah. obviously got her own series that's yeah. going to come out, um, which I think, like, in terms of anticipation, that and Obi-Wan. Would be the biggest. Think, yeah. yeah. 100%. I cannot wait for those. Um, my sort of final thing to add to that as well is I thought it was really good that we met the Bad Batch. Yep. Bad Batch was such a good show as well, um, but it contextualizes and c- – humanizes as you said the clones more for sure talking about inhibitor chips and another key thing and this is more in the bad batch but how the empire went from clones to uh conscripted troopers stormtroopers yep. although yep. that was something that starts to get hinted in this um but just another thing that makes the show so great so yeah it was so polished production quality is great so if, if you've listened to this whole thing um yeah, I would definitely watch it. It's it's so good and I'm so glad that I finally did. Uh any bad parts? Um Oh, it's tough. I think if I had to pick one, I'd say like there are a lot of filler episodes. And mm. the one I think straight to is it's like the droid rescue and it's an episode just the droids. Yeah. <laughs> and they're on a planet and they're led by like some little bug. Yeah. Like yeah, there's obviously heaps of character arcs, but yeah. You can definitely skip a lot of episodes. Yeah. And they're they're pretty short, so it's not like yeah, it's not like you're committing to something. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's something it'll just come on. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any bad parts. I I mostly only watched the essential episodes. So I probably missed a few of those filler ones. Um, but yeah, great Star Wars, really builds the universe, a must watch. And yeah, even if you just watch the essentials or the Ahsoka ones, like it's just gonna make your Star Wars experience that much better. Um, so, yeah, great show. Getting into Obi-Wan, Kenobi. It's now out on Disney+. Plus. Episodes 1 and 2. We've just watched it. Is that a paid shout-out from Disney+. Plus to you? Uh, no, just a loyal fan. Just Disney trying Plus to... Cinema's little <laughs> collaboration. No, no, no. Just genuine, genuine, going well. genuine Star Wars fan just getting the word out. Um, let's talk about the first two episodes. What were your initial thoughts? Pretty good. Like we're sitting here right now recording. Yeah. I've got a pretty disheveled Anakin just looking straight at me. <laughs> In the back to tank. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I can't wait. It I think the first few episodes really set the scene quite well. Yeah. Um the intro was so titiff. The recap. Oh my, oh my god. god. Talk about it. Oh. Get into it. <laughs> That's the kind of thing where like you're on YouTube and you'll watch a video. And you're like, I'll tell you what, there isn't. No one's put this together. Like an Obi Wan, like they probably have, but not, yeah. not like that. Nah, so um, good. And what I'm hoping is, and I think it it kind of has happened, and it would make sense. But what they've focused on in that intro is what the whole series is going to focus yes, on. Yes, good point. Which makes it exciting because obviously you've got the Luke and Leia thing mm-hmm. that the first two episodes yep. have been very much about. Yeah. But the whole focus for that intro was Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yeah. Like the whole focus. Also, someone else you're forgetting that was a big part of Obi-Wan's life. Qui-Gon. Wow. Actually, it did touch on that in the first, yeah, first episode, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Imagine, is Liam Neeson 
Has he been casted? They haven't said. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. I think the recap really targeted certain things. Um, I remember, like, like, just talking about starting Kenobi, like, pressing play. Mm. It goes into the recap straight away and you're like, oh, what's this? Yeah. And then they start, like, the music's great. They hit all these amazing scenes. I had genuine, like, goosebumps and chills the entire time. Yeah. And a few people have since messaged me saying that they started it. (laughs) People have talked about crying during the (laughs) recap, having goosebumps. Like, they they start it exactly how you want it. Yeah. And then... Nostalgia. Nostalgia at its peak. And then, first scene, Order 66. Yeah. With some younglings. That was so good. What did you think of that? As soon as I saw the younglings, I was like, they're done. Yeah. They are done. They're gone. I've seen it before, but... It was different. It was different. It, uh... Different perspective. Yeah. And, again, first first actual, like, scene from this series. Yeah. Obviously, it contextualizes, like, why Obi-Wan's away. Mm. But I think it's something that... They might explore a bit more, hopefully. Mm. Um, I think it is. I yeah. think um, I really liked where they started with it. Um, I thought that, yeah, we, we, we kind of got it in um, Boba Fett with Grogu. Yeah, yeah. But um, And his flashback. But I thought it was really cool to see the perspective of the younglings. Um, I think they escape and we kind of, it's um, implied that, one of the younglings is Reva, the third sister yep. Inquisitor. So that could come into it later, which we'll touch on. But yeah, loved that they started there. Something as well in that, like Anakin somewhere in there. He is. It was in the temple. Do you reckon they'll? Was it not? It, well, yeah, it's in yeah, Coruscant yeah, yeah. in the Jedi Temple. Do you reckon they'll have some like extra Anakin Jedi Temple scenes? That'd be huge. Here's a theory. I've just thought about this. Do you reckon that Anakin sees those younglings running away and he takes her and makes her an Inquisitor? Or do you reckon that happens later? I don't know. That's a good point. That'd be pretty cool if they added in some extra Jedi Temple Anakin scenes. 100%. 100%. And I think why I like that one as well, obviously you know Anakin's there and he had a big part in that. Mm. But I was a bit worried and hesitant coming into the series because w- when you know someone like Darth Vader and Anakin's in it and mm. Hayden Christensen's coming back, you're like, oh, I hope he's not just in two episodes. Yeah, or he's not just in the helmet. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you, you're hoping that he's a big part of it. 100%. Um, I thought as well we then transitioned to Tatooine and the Inquisitors come down and they're looking for Jedi. And if you've seen the Rebels, you would see they're, they've, like, hunted these Jedi. But I thought it was really cool that you saw what they actually say to, like, people to try and snuff them out. Yeah. And Reva fires, like, a shot at this, like, guy. And you see someone's, like, use the Force and it's this Jedi in the back. But I don't know if you know him, but the actor playing him is Benny Safdie, mm. who's been in, like, a few fairly big movies like Licorice Pizza and stuff. He's a director as well. Um, directed Uncut Gems. Have you seen that? Yep. So he... I've seen he, the meme of it. Yeah. So he he's the director of that and he's playing this Jedi, <laughs> which is pretty cool. So I was laughing a bit at that. Um, but then we go to Obi-Wan and mm-hmm. he's this like broken man working at like this butcher in the desert. Um, and I was just thinking to myself yeah, like... cutting sashimi. Cutting sashimi. Um, I was just thinking to myself, like, I'm so glad that they made this. And it's like a few minutes in, but I'm like, I'm glad that they have brought his character back because there's such a gap between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. Um, And you wonder what he's been doing. Yeah. And I love that he also doesn't say anything for ages. Mm. No, 100%. I think. What do you think about the introduction? I think what they do really well is they show you that he's actually been doing nothing. Genuinely nothing. Yeah. Or not. Well, we don't know, but, but he's yeah. just li- like living each day yeah. as it is. And it's like, it's obviously become very like monotonous for him. Mm. Like you have those three scenes that are exactly the same where he takes the meat. Gives for his, his camel yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah I, didn't, I didn't know what to call it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
yeah, completely agree. I think as well, when, when we do get his voice, I think he's talking to Owen Lars, yeah. played by Joel Edgerton. Um, and the voice sounds exactly like Revenge of the Sith. It's like he's, mm. you know, straight back into it. But it also kind of leans towards um, Alec Guinness in New Hope. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And as well, when he kind of goes back to his cave, like he's living in solitude. Yeah. Um, I thought it was sick that he's having nightmares about mm. Anakin and Qui-Gon and stuff. And again, the same, like like you were saying in Clone Wars, when Ahsoka hears the actual Anakin. And yeah, the actual it's other It's the exact boy. same. So A few good. more scenes, chuck them in there. Yeah. Um, and as well, like, if you think about that, like so much bad shit has happened to Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like, his master gets killed when he's young. Um, he has to train Anakin. He then has to, like, kill him, or he thinks. Um, he also, in the Clone Wars, which if you haven't seen it, you wouldn't know, but he has that relationship with um, yep. the Mandalore, like, yep. leader, Satine. Yep. She dies. Maul kills her in front of him. Um, like and, she, all- and she dies without him or without her knowing that, because, like, a Jedi can't love someone. Yeah. And he doesn't he say that... Um, he would have left the Jedi for her. Yeah. Yeah. So all these things have just gone so bad for him. Like he'd be the most like traumatized person ever. So I'm glad that they showed that. Mm. And you can tell even his like hesitancy of wanting to go save Leia. Yeah. I'm not sure. Obviously we've spoiled a few times. <laughs> we'll get into Leia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, or like, yeah, he uh, like to have hesitancy like that for something that, in any other series that you've watched where Obi Wan's mm. featured in, he'd be running to do it without having to be told. And he's actually stopped and yeah. um Bail has to come and convince him to go. Yeah, literally. Like you can tell that he's been absolutely weathered and so weathered. Like a lot but, of things. For have ten changed. years as well. He's still having nightmares yeah. nightmares yeah. and being hesitant ten years later. I think as well, like um the Jedi played by Benny Safdie, like finds him mm. and he's like, Oh, please help me, like found you, Obi Wan. Um, and he's like, no, like stay hidden. Yeah. Don't know what you're talking about. Like fuck off basically. Yeah. <laughs> and when he goes, when he goes, um, if I have one bit of advice for you, just go into the desert and bury that thing in the sand. And then that's exactly what he's done. Yeah. When he goes to get his lightsaber to. Exactly. Yeah. And same with, um, Ray in, at the end of, yep. uh, Rise of Skywalker. We, d- we don't talk about seven, eight. No, 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 we don't. Uh, who's Ray? <laughs> Let's get into what you just mentioned, Leia. Leia. So we see him looking at Luke. Um, and I thought from the trailers from that, it was going to be about Luke mostly. Yeah. But I think they're leaning into Leia. So I'm really glad that they have done that. What do you think about so that? So am I. I like that they're exploring Leia a bit more. Mm. I um, I mean, they've got a bit of work to do after all the extra powers that she was given. In <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> But um, I think the the little girl actor who played Leia, yeah, seems like one of the most perfectly casted people. Oh, so well. Yeah, like, uh, what are the words? She's uh cheeky, very cheeky. very cheeky. She's also um, ten years old at this point, and yeah. she's very smart, witty, yeah. and I think that might be because she's got a bit of force in her. Yeah, like she can read minds, yeah. maybe. Um, but yeah, loved that casting and I love that um just as like a small thing like I love that we saw Senator Organa again mm. like st- again straight back into where he left off I loved his character um yeah just cool to be on Alderaan as well something new yeah how how cool is it when they bring back a character who like is it revising their revising yeah revising their role yeah it just makes it like feel so much more interconnected. Oh, so good. Like imagine if imagine if they cast someone else as Darth Vader. Yeah, that would just be No one like genuinely no one would watch it. No, no one. Um or like imagine the the uproar. That, yeah. Oh. yeah. It'd be insane. But loved that they went with Leia. Um <laughs> She also like owns her cousin. Yeah, who's that like, was so funny. oh, you're not an Organa, like you're not one of us, and she yeah. just fucks him up. You don't, you don't know where that's going either. Like, you don't know if he's just belittling, 
belittling her and then she's going to go off and have a big like realization like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh what am i doing you know doing mm. all that as a 10 year old yeah but she just bites back bites back yeah i also love that we because you don't understand that so she's been put there and adopted by organa mm. and they've kept her at older on the whole time you don't quite understand imagine being in her position and and the cousin's like, oh, apparently you're not allowed to leave, and she she like knows that, mm. and it was interesting to kind of actually hear that because it further contextualizes her character, which we haven't really like seen that part of her before. So what it reminds me a bit of, and it's just come to me so mm. loosely reminds me loosely of uh, Jon Snow. Okay, so he he wasn't allowed to leave. Yeah, true. Because of who his parents were. Yeah, very similar to Leia. Yeah, absolutely. Stuck there. Maybe that's been stolen by uh, George R. R. Martin from Lucas. Well, that's an interesting have, It couldn't take. have been. Well, did he write them before Star Wars? Well, Game of Thrones has been written before Obi-Wan. That's true. But just in general, as a, as a concept. True, true. Um, a lot of things get stolen from Star Wars, though. Yeah. Actually, I saw a TikTok during the week, and it was showing how every single uh, storyline within Harry Potter is Star Wars. Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> the chosen one. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Um so yeah, Leia ends up getting kidnapped. Uh I thought it was a little funny Easter egg. Senator Organa and his wife or whoever it is um say like help us. Like you're yeah. our only hope. Yeah. And it's the same thing in um Leia saying it in A New Hope. Yeah. Um one quick thing, which you mentioned before we started recording, Leia then gets kidnapped and uh, there's that chase scene in the oh, forest. You got this 10-year-old kid running like so slowly. <laughs> these three like villains, fully aged, can't catch her. They're like, she like goes under a tree. Oh, no, I can't. It get- was so hard to watch. Yeah, that was pretty it was, bad. It was like, have you seen those videos and it's of like, a rugby player running down a field. Yeah. But they've shortened the width of it. So it looks like they're just like bobbing <laughs> yeah. up and down. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like a Mario. Mario, yeah. Like it was literally like that. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Like if if a, this sounds terrible, but if, if you're chasing after a little girl, you're going to chase, you're going to catch her quickly. Yeah. A little 10-year-old kid. Yeah. Easily. Um, like a few branches aren't going to stop you. No, no. You're going to jump over yeah. them or something. As a, as a paid bounty hunter as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but she does end up getting kidnapped. Obi-Wan does kind of come around when um, Organa says, you know, you couldn't save Anakin, but you can save her. Mm. And I that was another moment of like chills. Like you see how off himself he is. Yeah. Because I think it, if you think about it, like he he thinks that he killed Anakin. Yeah, uh, I, and I didn't know that. So I yeah. thought I thought in Revenge of the Sith he left him there because he couldn't kill him. That's what I thought. So I I didn't think it in his head it was just so consolidated that Anakin was dead. Yeah. So I thought that was a really interesting point, especially we we hear about it later, which we'll get into. But that was another great moment. Then he goes to that planet uh, to save Leia. And one of the first things Obi-Wan sees is a homeless clone. How cool is that? What do you think about that? He was taken aback, wasn't he? Yeah. I'm surprised. Because if you think about it, he wouldn't know what had been happening elsewhere. Yeah. Because he's been on Tatooine. Yeah. I was I was thinking, like, why why is the clone not recognize him? Yeah. But That's true. he was kind of acting as if he was really drunk. Yeah. So, and spice. Yeah, that that was the only thing I could think of. But yeah, that was definitely a pretty sobering, sobering moment for yeah. everyone. And, and he's very confused. Like he's he's kind of like what, like what's happening? Yeah. Um, another thing is that I, I kind of noticed this at this point. Um, in the trailers, they only really showed parts of these first two episodes, mm. and they didn't show any layer, which I thought was really good. So. Because of that, there's going to be some serious shit in the next, I think there's six episodes. Yeah. So the next four episodes, I was like thinking at this point, they've only really shown these first two in the trailer and that's it. I know. I think there's one There's one scene that I can think of when the Inquisitors are on that 
Oh, that like in the ocean Water type planet? thing. Yeah. yeah. But like other than that, I think. Yeah, could be no, wrong. I, don't, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, so that was something I just noticed at the time. Um, I thought this was pretty funny. Like he, Obi-Wan hears that there's this Jedi on this planet. He's like, oh, sweet. I'll go. I go to the Jedi yeah. and <laughs> it's Kumail Nanjiani. Wow. <laughs> and he's he's like a con artist. Um, he's got these magnets that are like moving things around and he's trying to get people off world for money. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's just like, what when, the hell? When he when he first like is introduced, I or for me at least, I was kind of like, oh yeah, like this seems a bit legit. Like there was another Jedi on on Tatooine. Yeah. And as the scene goes on, you just kind of like keep looking at it going, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, what's actually going on? <laughs> um, but that and was like his, his language is like, at the moment I'm playing a Jedi mind trick on you. And then, and then the bloke just responds, yeah. And as if it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Man. And one of the most perfectly casted yeah. for that character. Yeah. I think in real life he's actually a huge Star Wars fan. Really? Yeah. Um, he's obviously in the Marvel universe being an eternal, but, um, yeah, I think he, it was a great casting and it, it kind of adds to his character. Like he was obviously playing a, a con artist, but, and I'm sure he could play more serious things, but his casting kind of alluded to the fact that it was a bit of a joke. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was pretty funny. Obi-Wan then actually does, um, you know, fine layer gets her out. Um, and then we get the kind of showdown ish between, uh, the third sister and, um, Obi-Wan. Mm. what do you think of that? That sort of like chase scene, if you will, in that warehouse. They're really cocking us with this first lightsaber battle, aren't they? They are. With Obi-Wan. He hasn't opened his lightsaber yet. No. And I'm waiting for his two fingers. What do you mean? You know how he has that stance? Oh like yeah, 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 goes yeah. Over his shoulder, and yeah. You know, so I'm just waiting, mate. Actually, we kind of went a bit past it. He saves Leia with yeah. the Force because he's been disconnected. For yeah, ages. yeah, yeah. So that was good. We're starting to get, and I'm kind of glad that they haven't just given us it yet. Yeah. Like it's going to be epic when it does come. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, but what I'm do you glad- mean, fingers crossed? <laughs> like it's going to come. Yeah, but I'm- you think they're doing a whole Obi Wan series and he's not going to open his lightsaber? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, fingers crossed. It's good. It's as good as I want it. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. The expectations are. You reckon will it be with Darth Vader? I think so. Really? The, like the image of the on Disney Plus, the image is Obi Wan with his lightsaber open and a black hand with a red lightsaber. But do you, but do you think that'll be the first? Battle in the series. Oh, no, no, no. Um, maybe, actually. Because uh, I, I've been watching heaps of, like, press of, that they've been doing, like, with Hayden Christensen. They've been pretty funny. They, they've, it's great. Like, they're getting back into it. Um, and uh, Ewan McGregor keeps talking about how the first time he saw Darth Vader again or Christensen in costume, mm. he's talking about this scene where he, like... Um, looks around and there's Darth Vader like there and he says how he was like genuinely scared. So I'm thinking that maybe, you know, in the next episode, we'll, um, maybe in the next episode there might be some sort of confrontation. How many how many movie characters do you think there are where like an actor in that movie would go, would be gen- like you were saying, genuinely scared? Scared, of yeah. I, I don't know. He said it was like the first time. That's ever happened in his acting career. Like genuinely fearful. Because yeah. he hasn't, oh, Ewan McGregor hasn't Never. encountered yeah. Darth, Darth Vader, Vader yet. No. He, Only um, Alec Guinness. I was actually thinking like along this, like similar lines. Like I don't think it's it's controversial to say that he's, he's the best villain ever. Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Has to be. Um, But I don't think we've ever seen a side of him that's like, Except for that, like, hallway scene in Rogue One. Mm. I don't think we've seen, like, how powerful and how like, yeah. destructive he is. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's either going to come in this and he's going to be a much bigger part, but alluding to what you were saying about all the press stuff with Hayden Christensen, I think he mentioned that um, one presenter asked him, how do you sum your role in this series up? Mm. And I think he, he said, and it was like, 
I think it was at a Disney event. Yeah, had like a whole live crowd. Yeah, yeah. Star like Wars celebrations. Mic, yeah. Took his mic, put it up to his mouth, like just just enough of a pause. And he goes, This is just the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I think he said as well, like, uh, this is where the fun begins or hey, something. That something was definitely like that. I've definitely misquoted that. Yeah, because that's one of his lines when they're in in Revenge of the Sith on the space battle. Mm. At the very start, he's yeah, like, this yeah, is where yeah, the fun yeah, begins. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think he will be a big part, hopefully. But really loved your point on Rogue One. That's like the only time, because we hear that Darth Vader is this like yeah. murderer, killed thousands of people, all this stuff in the originals. But then what but, do we say? We say him fighting an old man in a pretty like yeah. averagely choreographed lightsaber battle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the Rogue One scene was like so good. He's like killing all these yeah. rebels. So I really hope that they have that in here. Um, Imagine, do you reckon it would ever be its own? Because I was thinking, how could you do it outside of this? Well, Ahsoka as well. Ahsoka. Um, he, has to, he has to survive until, you know, Return of yeah. the Jedi. Um, what about a, so, a Vader series is on the, on the horizon? Maybe, but, like, it'd be pretty dark. <laughs> like, I, that's, so I was like, it would be, I reckon a great way they could do it is it would be similar to how they've just done the recent Batman. Like yeah. a noir. Very like is that the genre? Yeah. Noir? Neo noir, yeah. Absolutely. That'd be really good. Um, just quickly getting back to the end of uh Obi-Wan, bit of a tangent there. Um <laughs> I thought it was really cool when Obi-Wan's like hiding from the Inquisitor. Mm. He's, he's it's been ten years. On Revenge of the Sith on Utapau, he like jumps down in front of Grievous and thousands of droids. He's like yeah. the most confident guy. But here he's like hiding from like this Inquisitor. I thought it just showed how, as you said before, disheveled he is. You know, his confidence is gone. It's not the same person that we've seen. Yeah, no, I agree. Do you reckon reckon later in the series when he starts to develop and find his groove again, we might get hit with another hello there? I, I hope jumps so. In front of Surely, imagine that. That'd be <laughs> imagine the memes that would come from. They have to give us some memes. Oh, um, as well, like oh, big part that we're missing in that sort of scene. Reva stabs the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, what was but the he, first thing I said to you? You said like, isn't he meant to be alive in? Or he dies in Rebels, mm. um, which I think is after this. So he yeah. he has to come back alive. It's yeah. also the second episode. Then <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> kill him off. Um, like kind of did with um, oh no, we don't talk about seven, eight, nine, do we? No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. Who, who are you gonna say? I was gonna say they kind of do that with Snoke. They like they yeah, just, him just as the main villain and then thrust him off. See yeah, later. that's true. Yeah, um, that, that never happened. Yeah, and then Obi Wan gets the realization that Anakin is alive, and you see how like kind of tormented he is by it because mm. he's been thinking that he killed Anakin this whole time, and now it's like. Oh, shit. What? Yeah. And then he says, Anakin. And at the very end of the show, we're looking at it right now, we get Vader in the back to tank, healing himself. Like he looks scary in that. He looks so scary. Like look at the eyes. It doesn't even... the face is all... It doesn't even look like Hayden Christensen, right? No. Um, But very keen to see what they do with it. So great ending there. Serious. As I was saying to you... Just needed five more minutes. Five more. But that's that it. I'm glad that they didn't because they got four more to go. Um so I can't. No, isn't it six? Yeah, but four more after this. Is it only six episodes? I think it's only six episodes total. I think. Could be very wrong. But wow. yeah. Because it's just gonna be this little story. I think. Yeah, right. Um but yeah, very keen to see what happens going forward. Maybe that was the only way to get McGregor and Hayden Christensen back. Maybe. Yeah, small timeline. So that is a wrap for Clone Wars, the final season, as well as the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi series. That is the end as well of the Kenobi Cinemates series. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Huge thank you to Elijah for coming onto the podcast. It's great chatting with you. Absolute pleasure. No worries. 
As always, please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes. And if you want to send in a mailbag or do an elevator pitch to me, send us a DM on Instagram or TikTok at cinemaze underscore. Otherwise, we'll catch you for the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also, check out our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.